Jake Sansom had just been laid off from his job in southern Alberta due to the COVID-19 pandemic when he decided to go on a hunting trip with his uncle to provide food for his family. The pair was just returning from their trip, having just dropped off food with family members in northern Alberta when they were slain along a rural highway with no clear reason why. I'm Dave Breckenridge and this is 10-3. I talk with the Edmonton Journal's Lauren Boothby about the investigation into the deaths of the two men and what the tragedy means to their family and the wider community. Don't forget, you can subscribe to this show on all your favorite listening platforms, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify, or any of the others. We'd love it if you could leave us a rating and a review, and definitely tell your friends about us. So Lauren, tell us about Jake Sansom and Maurice Cardinal. Jake Sansom, he was 39 years old. Uh, He was from Nobleford, Alberta. Um, He lived there with his wife and three kids. Morris Cardinal was his uncle. He's 57 years old. He had um, a bunch of uh, grandchildren. He had um, three stepchildren and a daughter and a partner who lived in Bonneville. They're both guys who like to be outside a lot. They went quadding, uh, four-wheeling with their family, often hunting, fishing. Morris, um, apparently he's really good with his hands. He was really helping people around the house all the time, um, uh, repairs and He was a tree feller. Jake, he was um, a heavy-duty mechanic in Nobleford um, before he was laid off, and he was a firefighter. They were just big parts of the community, and it seems like the community is really shaken by their loss. Now, you're saying that that Morris Cardinal lived in Bonneville, which is in northern Alberta. Jake Sansom, he was from Nobleford, which is down south near Lethbridge, Alberta. What were they doing up in the area where they were found? Well, I think they both have a lot of family around in that area. And Jake and Morris had uh, just gone up to Seabert Lake. It's about a two and a half hour drive north of that, of the area where they were end up being found. And they were hunting and fishing that day. Um, Both of them, they're Métis, they have hunting rights. And so they had um, decided to spend the day hunting to look for a moose to feed Jake's family. His He'd been laid off because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And so because he was struggling to buy groceries and this is like such a financial crunch time for everyone um, that they decided they wanted to go hunting to get some meat for them. So they went up to Seabert Lake. Uh, they went there with uh, Jake's brother, Mike, as well. And they ended up getting a moose. And then they brought it back to um, near Glendon. They brought the moose down there. And they actually decided to give it to a family member instead of keep it. And just because they were those kind of people that were really generous. And they were going to go out and get another one for Jake's family later. Jake Sansom loses his job due to slowdown in his work because of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. He's up hunting with his uncle, trying to get food for his family. They gave the first moose they caught to another family member. What do police say happened to them after that? Mike Sansom, Jake's brother, he told me that they went to Morris Cardinal's stepson's house. Um, uh, His name is Jason, and they brought him the moose there. Uh, They'd spent that afternoon, uh, the evening, um, you know, preparing the meat, spending time with Jason's family. And then um, around 8 o'clock, Mike left and went home with his 
uh, with his girlfriend and Jake's brother, Mike, um, actually told me he was planning to um, get a ride back uh, to Bonneville and hang out with Jake and Morris. So he was possibly going to be in that vehicle that evening, but his girlfriend earlier that day decided um, that she wanted to uh, spend some time with him that day. So he left and uh, around 8 p.m. with her. And then around 9.30 p.m., Morris Cardinal's partner told me that they called her to say we we're coming home. They were going to go back to Bonneville where she lives. But then around sometime between 9.30 and 10, they left and they didn't show up. They were found the next morning at 4 a.m. So this is late Friday, March 27th. They had left the Glendon area to go back to Bonneville and they weren't seen again until they were found dead early on March 28th. Who found them? Police have just said it was a citizen. So it seems like it was someone who was passing by. They haven't said exactly who found them, but they were found on the road um, near a a vehicle. It was a black pickup truck um, that belonged to one of those two. It was maybe 150, 250 meters, really close by to Jason's house, um, to Morris Cardinal's stepson's house. So it seems like they had just been at their place, left, uh, went, you know, not even around the corner. And then something happened to them. They died. Like they were found not far from there. Police said that they now believe that something happened between them and another vehicle. Uh, They stopped. There was a vehicle and them both parked there. There was some kind of altercation, some kind of verbal altercation that escalated into a physical altercation. And then a third vehicle came by and stopped. And that person, a person in that vehicle, is the one they believe shot them to death. Do we have any indication from police what the fight may have been about? Or they're keeping that pretty close to the chest? Yeah, they're keeping that pretty close to the chest. They're not disclosing what they think it was at the time. They actually aren't really sure, they told me. Um, They don't have all the details of what led up to this. They do think that there was some kind of verbal and physical altercation, but yeah, they haven't said exactly what it is. They haven't given me any motive yet. They're still looking at some theories about why this person might have shot them, why they might have got into that altercation. One thing that I have noticed is that the person who was charged with killing them, his name is Anthony Michael Billado. He's from Glendon, not far from there. Actually, he apparently lived kind of down the road from there. He has been ordered by uh, police to stay away from two men, but who both have the same last name as him. Mm -hmm. And we do know that there was a second vehicle that had two occupants in it. So it's possible that he had some connection to those men, but we don't know anything beyond that at this point. So police have a suspect in custody. He's been charged with with murder and the deaths of Jake Sansom and Maurice Cardinal. How did they come to identify a suspect? Was it through leads or did someone turn themselves in? How did the arrest come to be? Yeah, police said that they, through the course of their investigation, they ended up finding somebody. And then I guess they had reached out and they identified him. But then he actually ended up turning himself into the Bonneville RCMP um, where he was arrested and charged. And that's kind of a surprise, a surprise. But I, I'm, I'm sure that the family is relieved to know that the person that they suspect who did this and he's been charged with two counts of second degree murder um, has been caught. And what do we know about him? Do we have much on him yet? Or is that still something we're waiting to find out? 
we're still waiting to find out more about him. Um, he is from Glendon. I actually um, found his number in the phone book and called, but um, there's no answer there. His partner, I believe, um, isn't picking up either. And so no message have been returned there. So we don't really know much about him um, other than that he is... 31 years old and that he lives nearby and yeah we don't know why this happened um one interesting thing police have said nothing was really taken from the vehicle that belonged to one of them so you know they had their hunting rifles in there they had um, their ids but looked like nothing had been stolen so we don't think you know i guess you could say that it doesn't look like it was a robbery right but we don't really know Mm -hmm. and we don't really know much about him yet it's still you know it's still in the early stages but he is um in custody he's been denied bail he's going to be in court again on april 9th in saint paul at saint paul provincial court via video conference as you mentioned you've spoken with family members loved ones of jake and morris what have they said about the loss of these two men yeah, the families are devastated. They seem to be like really big pillars of their community. You know, they had a big family. Jake, he taught jujitsu to children. He was a firefighter in Nobleford, beyond being a heavy duty mechanic. And, you know, when they die, they're just like tributes like poured out online from family and friends. His mother, Ruby, told me yesterday that she's glad justice is being served that her loved ones will be vindicated from all this. And she she still feels devastated by the loss. When I was speaking to Mike Sansom earlier this week, he was just really broken up by this. Um, he was weeping on our in our phone conversation. Mike spent all of his time with uh, Jake and, and Morris. They spent so much time together outdoors. They liked hunting, but they also liked going out and getting um, meat and giving it back to their family members. they That was kind of a way that they were providing for them. Mm-hmm. And they were both the kind of men that tried to take care of their families and everyone around them. And so losing that support seems to be like a huge loss for their family members, both for his his widow and kids and in his extended family in Bonneville. Well, it definitely is a, a, a tragedy, especially amid a global crisis when people are worried about the scarcity of necessities. Uh, we'll be watching for more details from the courts as this unfolds. Lauren, thanks for your time. Thanks, Dave. 10.3 is produced by Carson Jarama. Theme music by Bryce Hall. Thanks to my guest, Lauren Boothby. More from her at edmontonjournal.com. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.